Welcome, you are listening to the Beach Boss Influencers Show with Adrian, Brandy, Carrie, Fran and Kat. You guessed it, they are the Beach Boss Influencers. And they're here to help entrepreneurs and small businesses like you expand your network and grow your influence by keeping you up to date on the most current social media strategies to help you build a solid foundation for a long-lasting business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Unleash Your Inner Badass. We are the Beach Boss Influencers. We call ourselves the Beaches. And during the Unleash Your Inner Badass podcast episodes, what we do is we help you get unstuck. We found that 95% of anything that you try to grow or do is a mental game, right? The six inches between our ears is what actually makes things happen. So these episodes are designed to help you rewire all of that in there to be successful. So if we are meeting for the first time, my name's Carrie Hyam. I'm Fran Nopesha. I'm Brandy Shaver. And I'm Kat Chris-Selnikoff. Yes. And we're minus one. Adrian isn't here with us today, um, but we call ourselves the beaches. And so today we're going to be talking about how to be that person that gets whatever they manifest and where this conversation kind of came from. So in the last episode, we were talking about manifestation and how to actually manifest, but now it's like, how do we dig deeper and how do we actually be that person that manifests what they want? And if you've read 10X is Easier Than 2X or You're Not Broken by Chris Duncan, both those books talk about using your future self as the filter for who you need to be now, right? We talk a lot about being that person, but what does that mean? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And how can you actually make it happen for yourself right now? Yeah. What do you guys think? Um Usually, if you look at our past, present, and future, I don't know, for me, it's three circles popped in my <laughs> in my mind, right? A lot of times, we bring so much of our past into our present moment, so it's almost like our past dictating our present, and then in return, also dictating our influence in our future. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, and we think that because we can't change the past, we're stuck in that emotion. Uh, we're stuck in that identity. And we think that, I mean, we want the different things, but because we're so attached to those past emotions and events that shaped our identity, it's really hard for people to leave that behind. And basically, you don't even have to build a new identity. It's already in you. It's sitting there. It's waiting. Sometimes it's begging for you to let it out, to let it other you shine and we're so afraid of something i think we get so comfortable being that old self the other identity because we don't even know how to be someone else anymore right so and also the fear of oh i don't want to becoming something else uh chris says in his book that if our old identity dies our subconscious mind almost like goes into panic mode <laughs> because it's going to do whatever it, it takes for it not to die because it's convenient and it's predictable and it's known and it's comfortable. Right. Yeah. So that's where I think majority of people get stuck in the past and dragging their past and they preventing themselves from manifesting their desired future. So let's... Mm-hmm. Let's continue. How do you 
move past that so you actually live in the emotion of your future rather than emotion of your past. And I think this is easier said than actually done, True. right? Like <laughs> Because number one, our ego gets in the way and it starts to say, oh, you're just fine. Like, what do you need to be a different person for? Everything's great, right? Like, like you said, it that lizard brain is trying to protect you from moving forward because it's scary, right? Like when they say burn the boats and go be or do something else, you know, because a lot of people get stuck in... For instance, a career, let's say, mm -hmm. like Fran, she went to dental school, okay? She went, she loved dental school, she got there, and then it's she safe. decided, I actually hate this thing, right? So Fran, <laughs> tell us a little bit about like, what yeah. was the, and the emotion and all that that went through you? It was, it was scary because it was who I was, it was how I was known, it was how I identified, okay? I was the dentist. Like, who are you? For, I'm a dentist. That's who I was. And although I was miserable, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to get out of it. I didn't know how to be a different person. I didn't know how to find that freedom that I was desperate for um, and, and let go of the, of the miserable person. I was miserable. I was absolutely miserable. And it finally, it, it kind of took a crisis. It kind of took a crisis in my life where, you know, I, everything was kind of, it was like a snowball and everything was, was going wrong. I was miserably unhappy and it was like, that's it. Like I decided. Something's got to change. Wayne decided with me, something has to change. And I had to let that person go. Now, did I let it go immediately? No, it took years. It took years to actually let that person go and start being and living as the person that I was desperate to be. Um, and I think it, it comes, you, you have to know who it is that you want to be. You have to know what that looks like. You have to know um, how that feels. You have to have a picture as to who is that future self that you, that you want to be. What does that look like? How do you feel? So that you can start infusing your present life um, with your future a, identity. In your future identity. So your as future identity to, becomes your present identity. Yeah. As opposed to falling back into, oh, well, I'm a retired dentist. Oh, well, I'm, you know, this is who I was. And I still catch myself saying it. I was a dentist. Um, well, it's part it of your life. Story. It's, it makes a good to, story and it was part of my life. Identity, yeah. But it no longer affects my emotions. It no longer, I no longer live in that. And it, although I was very uncomfortable within, in that, in that life, although I was very uncomfortable and unhappy and stressed and miserable, um, it was what I knew. And so it, it was comfortable to live in that uncomfort. It was comfortable to stay in that stress. It was comfortable to stay there. And let us know if you can relate to this. Like yeah. you may be stuck in a nine to five. You may be stuck in, in a career that you are, that you are miserable in, um, but you don't know how to get out. Mm -hmm. um, and, and 
it may take like for me it took it, it took a it it was a crisis that happened you know and i'm not going to go into it but it was it was literally a it's something that happened and i had no choice i literally had I, no actually, choice i could actually and it, it sorry carrie i cat i was it was like i have to change who i am in order to stay as a dentist i have to compromise my ethics i have to compromise my values or i can't do that that's it that was the time that i had to decide and let go of it um i think it happens hard. to everyone yeah. we have to hit rock bottom bottom yeah. of some level either financially or emotionally mentally physically we have to hit that rock bottom to start moving in a different direction to find the courage to say you know what i no longer want to be that person right mm-hmm. I no longer want to suffer like this. I no longer want those things, those feelings, emotions in that life. And that's when we start even thinking about what is it that I want? Because a lot of us don't even don't even <laughs> come to that point until we hit that right rug bottom. Like life just kind of like goes on autopilot for many people. We go to work. And I, pay the yeah, I think that's where the autopilot, when you say the autopilot, yeah. right? Like you, like, you make a decision, like let's say you make a decision. Well, I was a cosmetologist. I made a decision to go to to go to beauty school, be a cosmetologist, and then twenty, you know, odd years later, I'm like, you know what? This no longer serves me. This isn't what I want to do with my life. Although I loved it and I loved my clients and loved what I did, I couldn't make enough money because of the one to one, right? I could only work on one person at a time, and there's only so many hours in the day. So I had to choose, just like you're saying, being backed into a corner or, you know, being hitting that rock bottom, I had to go through that experience to understand that's not what I wanted, right? I wanted a different lifestyle for us. I wanted to figure out how to make passive, I guess, you know, passive income, Um, income while you sleep. I wouldn't call it passive. We still, you know, we still work for what we, you know, what we make, but but to make money without me actually doing something. Without your hands in somebody's, no time Yeah. Without me being with the client. Same with Kat, right? She worked at the post office and she had, you know, hours that she had to be there and she never got to put her kid on the bus and, you know, all the things like you get backed into a corner and you're like, this is not the life I signed up for. But when a lot of people, they get stuck there, they're like, well, here I am and I make really good money, you know, Mm -hmm. and I've got good benefits or whatever. How do I manifest something else and just like walk away from this? you know, mm-hmm. piece that's feeding my family or putting a, uh, you know, my, my husband used to call that the golden handcuffs. Mm-hmm. You're making just enough to keep you comfortable, but not enough to actually live. To have freedom. Yeah. <laughs> to have, have freedom. freedom. Mm-hmm. And it's usually the benefits, right. That you mm-hmm. see, you know, for, for me, I was living in my, I was living in basements. Like it took, it didn't just take one basement. It took me moving to a completely different basement to realize that my life was screwed up, right? Like I was like, this is not what life is supposed to be. And it took, I mean, I guess I'm more hardheaded. I'm more stubborn. I wanted to hold on to that identity of being the stay at home mom, even though it, I knew I was destined for more, right? Like I knew that I wanted more. It took getting very uncomfortable and being in a situation where, you know, I was seeing my husband kind of fall apart for, for me to realize that it was up to me to create something new or, or at least us to work together, right. As a partnership of a marriage, rather than 
having it all on his shoulders to find something different. And in that, it, it, I remember actually when it happened and the feeling that I had, it was anger. I was angry at myself. I was angry at God. I was angry at my mother-in-law. I was angry at everybody. And I knew that if I wanted to change it, it was up to me. And then feeling that throughout my entire being as we discovered influence marketing and like knowing that I was going to change everything. It was like either this or nothing. And it's it's hard to describe, but I want you to think back. For those who are listening or watching, there has been a time where you've changed your identity in the past. It could have been you on the playground. You're in kindergarten. You've never met anybody before. You're nervous. You're shy. You're scared. And then that one person you look at and you say, I want a friend. And you went up and you asked that person to be your friend. Yeah. Or it was the opposite. You were the kid that was running around, right? Playing with every anybody and everybody. And then one person came up to you. One kid came up to you and said, tag, you're it. Do you want to be my friend? Right? Like, And you adopted a new identity of being a friend to somebody in that moment. We do it. We've done it over the course of our entire lives, time and time and time again, you can do it again. You can do it right now. You just have to be intentional about making it happen. When that happened to me, I wasn't intentional about it. I didn't know what was happening. I just felt that feeling of anger so deep in my being for the first time of where we were at. I couldn't even afford bread for my family. Like I was so angry in that moment. It completely shaped the whole life that I created and manifested from then on. Yeah, because when can you make the change, right? You can only make the change now. Like, so when mm-hmm. you're buying the, you go to buy the bread and you're like, well, crap, I don't have enough money. So you put the bread back. You're like, I'm never going to be in this situation again. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm going, I'm going to be the one, and I am going to change who I am and mm-hmm. how this is and what I'm, who and what I'm being. Right? Like this, the yeah. only way you can change is right now. Like that's, that's it. So you have to change your future self by being your future self through that future filter that raising that vibration right Mm -hmm. now that's all you can do and what do you do to raise your vibration right like number one you don't want to be stuck in anger like carrie right that's not getting anywhere (laughs) she didn't stay stuck in anger she Mm -hmm. she noticed she was angry and she's like okay that's enough of that bs like now i've got to like figure out what i do next whether that's hiring a mentor learning a new skill set um, you know, mm-hmm. going back to school, whatever it is that you, you know, that you need to do to learn and then become. But I think the bottom line is what Kat and Fran were saying, you have to know what you want. Yeah. If yep. you don't know what you want, and this this question, we deal with this with students. I deal with this. Um, you know, I just dealt with this with my kids the other night. I'm like, what do you guys, they're like, there's nothing to eat in this house. I'm like, what do you want for dinner? And I, I will know. make it. Like, I, I don't know. Well, if you don't know, who freaking does? Like, right? Because I made a roast. I made a roast with potatoes and everybody's like, I don't want roast. There is- I don't like the potatoes. I don't live. Right? And I'm like, well, what do you want? And I'll make it. And nobody freaking knows. There is so a joke. There's a joke. You don't go to Amazon and tell it, well, send me something. Right? You're, you're not, you're going like, okay, I want to buy this thing and you click on it. You put it in your cart, you check out. You don't go on Amazon and say, 
well, send me just something. I don't know what. Just make me yeah, feel good. Yeah, you'd be good. really or mad make me if you feel got a, hungry, right? <laughs> Useless. You'd be really mad if you got a men's razor in right. the in the thing. You don't even have a beard. Like what the <laughs> hell? You got to know what you want to then manifest it, yeah. right? Like, hello. <laughs> I I want to point out because the, where's that golden moment where the change actually happens? I think for a lot of people, when we realize that we've been stuck in a victim mentality for a while. That's when we blame everyone. You know, we blame the parents, we blame the government, the school, the circumstances, our, our parents, job, uh, the weather. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, we blame everyone and anyone. Yeah. And what happens when you do that, you give your power away to someone else. And it's almost like you're helplessly waiting for something or someone to come and save you. You're waiting for the weather to be better. You're waiting for the government to give you a tax break. You're waiting for whatever, right? You're giving your power away. And then the moment when you push to the corner and you all that angry and you say, I can't do it anymore. I can't live like this anymore. You claim your power back and you say, from now on, I'm going to decide how I'm going to live my life and what I'm going to do with it, right? That's the moment where you move from that victim mentality to creator mentality, right? Yeah, the weather sucks, but I still can do this, this, and this, right? Yes, government sucks, but who cares? I can do this. this. So it's we all. It's almost like like a rebirth moment where you claim your power and you step into that new identity that's all this time have been inside of you. You just have to unleash it, right? Unleash your inner badass, unleash your inner manifester, unleash your inner leader. It's sitting within you waiting for that moment when you're going to say, you know what? Enough is enough. That's what I want. That's what I deserve. And that's what I'm going to go for. So... Boom. And Boom. with that, Boom. anybody else got anything they want to share? Kat just dropped the mic. She actually threw it at me. I just, yeah. So that's how it works. And instead of sitting and complaining about your past, it, I'm not trying to uh, diminish it or make it insignificant. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to us, it is sometimes, you know, things that you can't ignore, you can't, but they should not be controlling your life. They should not be dictating your present and your future, right? If you want to change it, figure out what is that future that you want? What's that, what that, what emotion it brings you, right? Usually it's excitement, it's joy, it's happiness. It's even this unknown something, something like, you know, like kid before Christmas waiting for a miracle. So I would say like an energy of that miracle. Uh, you feel it right now. And instead of being like, oh my gosh, no, 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 no. Get excited about what's coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. And how long it's going to take for you to manifest it, it's up to you. So the more you're going to be in the energy of your future and excited about it and happy about it, the faster you're going to manifest it. And they say that we attract things we actually, we don't attract them. We create them. You create them starting from inside of you. 
because they already exist in the realm of possibilities, right? <laughs> so once you start channeling that energy of that thing that you want, you're going to attract it or create it a lot faster. Yeah. So let us know in the comments if you have questions about this. I mean, it, you know, it is a deeper conversation than just, you know, however long we've been on here, 20 minutes or whatever, but, um, it's something to think about. And I think if you just really identify what you want yeah, and then start being the person that has that already, right? Like that's, that's the key. And then not getting stuck in those, you know, excuses, justifications or reasons. Yeah. And not, and you will find yourself slipping back and you'll find yourself slipping Mm -hmm. back into, into, into your, your, you know, that past um, and who you were and become aware of it and think, I'm not that person anymore. Thank you. You know, I appreciate you. You got me here, but this is who I am now. And one thing that I think is important, is important is finding an accountability buddy of some type that helps you recognize when you're falling back into your past self. We as beaches, we see it in each other all the time and we're constantly keeping energy vibrations up. And that's how we're able to manifest so quickly and easily because we have each other helping us along the way. So, I mean, if you're looking for a community where you have people that have your back and call you out when they notice the beach boss influencers community is the perfect place for that. Absolutely. Awesome. Grab the link above below this video, get into our community and start learning not only how you can do the things that we need to do, but also how you can be the person that you have to become first before you will manifest all the material things. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you. Another back. There we go. Another. (laughs) um, I don't know. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. See you next time. Bye.